Hey, everybody. Thank you for checking us out again here at Fused Marriages. Listen, we are getting into it today. Today's topic title is one that Michael chose, Romantic Tragedy, What Marriage Really Is. Ooh, we're going to have to get into it. So join us, tell your friends and family, and let's talk about it. Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fused Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss topics that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out and join us on all of our social handles as well as on our website, FuseMarriages.com. What's going on with you today? Hey, everything is everything, sir. Everything is everything? Yes, sir. You got that smile, this beautiful smile and glowing and all kind of stuff. I like that. Thank you. Okay, we're starting off all right. Got to, got to. (laughs) Okay, so for today's topic, I'm going to let you introduce this one because you so aptly named today's show. So take it away. So today's name of today's show is called Romantic Tragedy. Mm -hmm. Subtitle, What Marriage is Really About. I noticed you put tragedy and marriage in the same. It absolutely is. And I think we can hopefully try to explain what we're talking about, what we mean and we say tragedy, right? And, you know, um, there's a reason why I got on this attire. You know, all black. I got all black. Mm-hmm. Got all black. Um, the idea of wearing all black, because sometimes, you know, you wear black at a funeral, right? Well, yeah. most of Some people wear black at funeral. I mean, at weddings. But, you know, you wear, <laughs> I, wear, I wear black at funerals or something. I'm feeling sad or down about something, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. So I'm coordinating this, my attire, what I have on, mm-hmm. with maybe we should be wearing black to weddings. Okay? Just All maybe. Right. All right, let's, folks. Let's, let's dig into it. Maybe. I'm just saying maybe. Okay. Let me hear what you have to say because this this is interesting so far. So y'all listening to put your comments in the chat because I want to know what y'all have to say about what he's about to say. I'm going right. to start wearing black to all weddings. That's what I'm going to do. Personally, gonna do, and I don't want people get offended when I when I when they if they do get offended, I'm gonna say go watch this show and it explain why. Okay, well explain why because I need to know why we're about to be looking like mourners. Yep, at a wedding. So fair enough. Fair enough. So, whenever we get married, where where do we get married at? Typically, right? We go to they call it you know go to the marriage altar, right? Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I I started doing a little research. Um, I'm gonna use a word etymology. Mm-hmm. You know, did looking up some of the root words, so you got you have me get smart. You know, what I mean, she, you get somebody to help elevate you. You can't stay at the same level. She helped me, you know, use bigger words and this that, and you know, understand actually use them correctly. So <laughs> you motivate me. I'm just saying. Come on, baby. You do motivate me. You know what I mean? So you smart. Like I, I can't just be down here. So he was never down there. So you know, you pushing me to be great. That's all I'm saying. I'm giving you your credit. Thank you. But the idea, I said, what is what altar? Like, okay, marriage altar. So, you know, we, we kind of talked about the law first mentioned. Mm-hmm. We're Bible-based people in regards to, you know, our foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went and looked in the Bible and said, okay, hey, where, where's altar first come up? Right. Okay. And believe it or not, it comes up actually with Noah. So and no, no mention with Adam and Eve and, you know, Cain and Abel, all that. They talk about different stuff and offering, but it doesn't say altar. Okay. So when Noah... It altar comes up after the flood. Y'all know the story. There's a big grand flood. Noah gets his family and some animals get on the boat. They get off the, the water receipts. They get off the boat. 
Noah builds an altar. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. He's stepping into something new. He wants to worship, honor God, mm-hmm. and he wants to provide a sacrifice. Okay. 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 So, made me think about why why do we use altar? When we say marriage altar, mm-hmm. right? The idea of an altar is kind of an interesting term in itself, right? We kind of look at it from a traditional standpoint, like it's a fixture. Mm-hmm. But something typically happens if it is a fixture at that fixture, mm-hmm. right? There's typically something that dies there. Mm-hmm. There's typically something that's either burned or removed as, a, as an honor of you stepping into something new. Okay. Right? Or you're trying to just say, hey, you know what? I'm thankful for this opportunity. This is going back from a biblical standpoint, how they definitely did, you know, did, did altar mm-hmm. and they did their sacrifice. And if I wanted to apply that to what we have today, we're talking about going to the altar. We said, I'm going to the altar. I'm going to get married. At, at, I'm going to the marriage altar. Mm-hmm. My belief is that, and we can have a discussion, is that while I got on all black, something has to die. Some things have to die when you get married. Okay. You're not stepping, you're stepping into something new. So that's part of your worship and your sacrifice and the, the ceremonial aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But it can't just stop there. The aspect of going to the altar also is mean is that you're leaving some things behind. You're killing some things that may be in you, how you saw life, how you did life that need to be done differently or need to be just put to death altogether. Okay. So that's why I'm going to wear black because going to the marriage altar means you have to kill some things. Mm-hmm. You had to have some death of some things. You won't let me keep going. I, hey, I'll start keep... <laughs> let me get started. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. What you, what you go? What, give me, no, give me. You're, that's good. Okay. okay, what you thinking though? Yeah. Um, that's kind of a lot. I'm to, off? To I, 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 no, I, I no, no, you no. Off a little bit? No, well, you said going to the... When you get married, mm-hmm. when you go to the altar, when you decide to say, I do, there is a death of sorts yeah. of some of the yeah. things maybe previous habits or previous lives. And it just started making me think about like, okay, what does that look like? So why don't you provide all of us maybe a couple of examples of what you might have to um, kill at the altar? Okay, let's go through that. Let's, so we got we got some points we're going to cover. We can go start with, uh, okay. with our points. Does that work okay? That's with you. So one of them is the death of things, right? We're talking about the death when you go into the altar is how you use your time. Okay, talk through it. So the idea of when you get married, you have kind of like the set routine, what you do when you go to work, mm-hmm. when you come home. You got this this freedom, right, mm-hmm. of how you utilize your time. Yeah. The idea of going to the altar is going to force you, you're going to have to kill how you use your time when you, when you join with someone else. Mm-hmm. I can't work every night, I shouldn't, until 10, 11 p.m. every night and I'm leaving at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't, I should kill that. Yeah. Right. I may have to kill the time that, you know what? Hey, I may go after work and go hang out with the boys. You know what I mean? I got kids at the house now. I can't. I need to kill that. Yeah. Not saying you shouldn't do that at all. At times you may have to work late. But the idea of that, like, okay, that's your this norm. That's what I do. That's what I do. No, no, I got, I got that time aspect needs to die. Oh, wait. That's a big one. I think that there's mm-hmm. probably several big ones, but I think that that's a big one because... When you decide to, when you're dating somebody, mm-hmm. like it's still not like a necessarily a, a sort of accountability. Like I have to now run this by you. And then that also changes when you start adding kids into the mix. Um, 
And, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about family in a moment. But when you start adding these other kind of layers, you're accurate. You do have to decide, hey, I'm. it's not just I do and sickness and health and, you know, rich or poor, but it's really like in the morning and in the evening, in the middle of the day, like I still don't have a hundred percent of control over me and my time and my assets and what I do and what I don't do. Now I have to share my time and it's not just my solo time. It's my joined time. Like what we decide to do together, you know, like how, how do we negotiate the time between the two of us um, depending on how many other things are, are factors. So yeah, time is a big one. Yeah. 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 You ready to go number two? We good? Let's hear it. Okay. So uh, killing stuff. Yeah, we kill, we kill, we kill us, but for a good reason, right? Mm -hmm. So we're talking about marriage, going to the altar, being the aspect of you get things of the death that takes place, right? Yeah. There's a funeral that takes place at the altar. Marriage altar, that is. That's why I'm wearing all black. Funeral takes place at the altar. Yeah. Listen. Sacrifice has taken place, right? Mm. Burning some things off. I'm burning, I'm taking, yes, I'm wearing all black to every wedding. If I go to your wedding, you got to get invited. I got on black. Don't get offended. I said that earlier. So number point number two. Mm -hmm. Right, the death is something we're going to talk about when you go into the marriage altar. This is a good one, I think. This may be controversial. I don't know. Okay. The death of how your family sees and relates to you. Right, you get married, we join, we lock up, we two, we trying to figure out what we gonna be. Mm -hmm. Your family gonna be like, hold on, you didn't change. Why you you now? I used to, I used to pick the phone up and call you. Now you don't even answer this that, and the other or. You can't come over to all our events anymore. Not saying that should be eliminated. I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm not an advocate right. for that, right? I'm not, but how you used to relate to your family, how they used to see you, it's going to be different. The, the, the old you and how they related to you is going to die. It mm. needs to, it's, it's, it has to, in order for the two of us to the really go, thing. the new thing to, go, to be, be created. Now, tell it, tell yeah. it. Well, because I think that this one in particular, this is why there's so much destruction in mm -hmm. particularly some of those early years of marriage. Um, and it can really persist is because you think, well, they're going to do what I this is what I've always done. This right. me and my family, we get together every Christmas. Well, what if I want to do a Christmas with the two of us or with our family group? Well, this is just what we do. And there can be a lot of attention um, between the two individuals as well as the extended family. Because the expectation is, I'm going to do what I've always done. And now you're just going to join me in doing that. We're not considering what that looks like. And then you get feedback from the extended family. Well, you've always done this. And now you with them and you're doing things differently. And we don't understand why and dot, dot, dot. You're, getting, you're, you're rehearsing that like that didn't happen before or something. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Hey, hey, ain't no so wrong with it. Hey, life so is life. It, makes me, it makes me want to share in what you're saying in terms of this death at the altar. Right. And this is something that we've talked about when we've done premarital counseling is really kind of digging down in the weeds of the things and saying, how does, how do we want our family to look the two of us? And if, if we extend beyond us, what does that look like in this sphere? And then in the other spheres and other pockets, because um, it's both friends and family, because you can have some friends that, you get together and you do Friendsgiving every December 23rd or 24th or November, excuse me. And now, well, we, we normally go out of town or we planned on doing this thing. So it's making those amendments to what do your relationships look like 
now that your primary focus is home. And a lot of people are scared to do that Mm. because they're scared to see what happens. Well, what if this don't work? My family is my family and they always number one. And then you have this other person feel like, well, if they're number one, like where where do I fall in that? So it makes me want to ask a question, maybe a a little bit of a challenging, possibly controversial question. So how does that play out to this idea that you're talking about, like as it regards to family, how does that look? Oh, I'm almost scared to ask it. Ask it, girl. Don't be scared of nobody. How does that look when we're talking about um, blended families? Uh, how does that look when we talk about bl- blended families? Of uh, the aspect of this idea to see you different. Yeah, they're going to see you different. Oh, I mean that. I mean that can take that a lot of different ways. I know. So, I mean, with blended families, we know it's a lot of people that reached out that we talked to a lot of blended families, right? They're mm-hmm. taking the premarital course. So it's, we know what's happening a lot, right? Mm-hmm. I think statistics even say like majority of families now that are getting together are blended. Yeah. And so right? up. Right. Uh, which is a good good, good segue to like kind of understand. So like the idea of blended families mm-hmm. and family seem different or Man, I hate to say, but kids sometimes try to figure out how to relate differently now. Cause right, you know, I, I might have had you exclusively. I might have said, and now we got this, you know, this other person in the house, and we're yeah. trying to figure out. It's like, man, I'm sensitive to the kids aspect of because they didn't really ask for any side of it. Mm-hmm. But when you got other parents, other the other the kids' grandparents and other aunties and how they used to utilize time, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be different. We live that, right? It's going to be, it's, it is different. Yeah. And it's, and it really is, it's an ongoing adjustment. Okay. And it really says ongoing adjustment for every, like every stage that they're in, you know, with Absolutely. their toddlers at one age and then their preschool and, yeah. and middle school and high school. Like, like you, you tr- you're making these like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. And you almost like have to be sold to say, hey, at each step, what I thought was going to be, I may have to like reevaluate that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like this. I may have to kill that idea and go and be, it's going to, it's going to be this way. Yeah. And really you don't have a lot of control. You have some control, but the idea of blended families and seeing you differently, it's like, I think a lot of times I know I personally, I didn't want to be seen differently. Right. I want to be seen in a positive light with, with my, with my older girls and even with their, even with their moms, right. Trying to say, Hey, you know, I'm still the same dad. Mm-hmm. In reality, that wasn't going to be functionally, it wasn't going to work, mm-hmm. right? I was going to be seen differently because now I'm coming in with the greatest partner on earth, you know, hand in hand, trying to conquer the world. Mm-hmm. And everybody ain't don't like looking at that, right? And I'm not saying they did or didn't, but just the idea that like, hey, it's going to be different. Yeah. Just saying, this is not Michael Coulter coming into a situation. Now this is Michael and Tristan Coulter coming in to be the best parents for this situation yeah right biological or not bonus mom or whatever or not so yeah so like the death things i had i had to kill that in my own headspace like here's what i thought okay nope that's not gonna be i gotta go to transition something different because we're building something different yeah i think i had to kill that too from our perspective because i thought it was gonna be something that it wasn't and i think Mm -hmm. you pointed out something really important is that when you're going through this process of dying, it's daily. Um, And it's, you know, you're laying it down every day. Like I've said this before, you're saying I do day after day to the same person. Um, And so that in doing that, you're also still saying people might see me differently 
day by day or circumstance by circumstance. And when we're dealing with blended families, um, even more importantly is being prepared because I wasn't being prepared for them not seeing you as you want to be seen. And that for me as a personal experience was extremely hurtful because I knew what my motives were and I knew what kind of person I was. And so I had by saying yes to you and deciding that this is, hey, I'm going to put my old life down. I'm going to pick up this new life and everything that comes with it. You're picking up things that you don't even know came with it because those things in that basket can shift and they can change. And you're still saying, okay, I still do, even though this person they were for me at one point and now they're against me or now they're talking badly about me or now they don't see me the way that they saw me a week ago, two weeks ago, two years ago. And then that that's always a part of the mix, but you're still sacrificing daily. And that first big one is at the altar because one day we'll have to tell our whole story because our wedding day yeah. was a whole mess. The whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> So sad and wonderful. What did you call it? The a romantic tragedy. Romantic tragedy. That's definitely <laughs> that's us. And I say that to say that there's still hope. Um, and you know, like like um we've heard before, like how you start doesn't have to be how you finish. Um, but also recognizing that in that the two of you have to be willing to be ears for the other and be sensitive to what the other person is experiencing. Because what you say I do to, some of it you don't even know until later down the line. But you have to at least be conscious that one of these things that can change is how your family sees you. And that happened to us on both sides. Right. And it was it was really hard, but making sure that we we want to make sure that you know that that is something that could change. No matter how they are the day before the wedding, Two years later, it might not be the same circumstances. That's good. That's good. So another one I want to get into is the death of how you handle money. Yeah. I mean, so I I think we call it obvious, right? But, you you know, we have our own ways of of handling money, what we save for, what we spend on prior to getting in a relationship or getting married. I mean, sometimes you can. You get somebody to say, hey, they're going to come and do everything because you have the best way of doing it. Mm -hmm. Most times. Even if they jacked up how they handle it, they, they may not be there. It's going to be some kind of discussion, figuring out. You're going to have to kill. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I was saving this amount. Now I'm going to have to, like, maybe spend more because we got to get house stuff. Mm-hmm. That's my story, right? <laughs> I'm like, I don't, we don't need, we don't need paintings. What we need? Pictures and decor. Like, what, what, like, what's wrong with a white wall? That was my, that's my, I thought that. But I mean, that's, I had to kill that idea. And it got killed very quickly, by the way. But <laughs> I had to kill that idea. Um, what that what, what I thought that was going to be with how money was going to be spent yeah Um, I grew up in a house that was like that you know what I mean it wasn't much you know it was a loving home but it, I didn't see much on the walls mm-hmm. it wasn't much in the house mm-hmm. some of that was money some of that was a choice but either way I didn't see it yeah. so I grew up thinking that's how it you know it's handled Um, but I had to kill that idea and you know you helped you know you kind of pushed me in, in a loving way y'all most of the time <laughs> loving way <laughs> To say, Listen, hey, you know what, you need to we need to get something for the I need some paintings. Something on the wall. Something. We not I can't mm-mm, I can't yeah, do that. just you know. I was I'm cool anyway, but yeah, I had to kill that idea. Mm-hmm. That's just one of the many money things, you know what I mean? Um, you know, we got all kind of story with money. Just I had to scrap it. 
and we had to sit <laughs> down and talk. All, yes, no, we had to talk. No, we had to sit down and talk. I'm not saying scrappers like went to one side <laughs> or the other, but like, you know, I had these plans mm-hmm. of how things are going to be laid out and money-wise and we're saving this and the other, you know? But then I say, you know, okay, this is not working because I'm that's controlling. You know, by the way, y'all, if y'all think you have the right answer, I didn't realize that. I would never said that by myself prior to this conversation or having this kind of thought, not this conversation, but this kind of thinking. Yeah. That that's that that is controlling. Mm-hmm. Even, even, even if it's doing the right thing, right? Right. Put it right in my eyes. Even if it's doing the right thing in your own eyes, you're still trying to control that person and say, hey, do it this way because it's the best way. Versus mm-hmm. sitting down, which I had to do. And say, hey, you know, okay, let's come up with our system. Yeah. I'm going to kill my way of doing it. I'm going to do that purposely, but let's come up with the way that works for us. Yeah. And in talking about finances, it's like, I think most people know that finances is going to be part of a conversation when you get married. But there's all kinds of little things that you don't necessarily um, think about when you're talking about marriage that don't necessarily come up within like the first five years. It might be talking about you know, how do you put money towards college or paying off your own student loans or building up your credit or how you support family? Hey, every year I give a hundred dollars to my nieces and nephews. Yeah. Like, wait a minute, you got 10 nieces and nephews. Mm. We didn't, we didn't have that conversation. That. You know, I'm listen, I'm just saying like, so we, we haven't discussed that. So there's lots of um, conversations about mm. that, that, that need to be had that might kind of be kind of those micro becoming macro mm. conversations that you don't really think about. Cause I think a lot of us would think, Oh yeah, we're going to see the bank account. We're going to pay bills. We're going to go on vacations, but you might not think about what happens if um, looking at child support, what happens if you're looking um, at um, a car accident, you have to buy another car. Do you get the same car? Do you get a car of lesser value or do you go ahead and replace it? Get the insurance money. How do you, how do you think about money? Because how you think about money change, not just how you spend it, not just like, okay, I buy groceries every two weeks and I get this much groceries. Like even, um, even thinking about like, um, health. How do you take care of your health? How do you take care of your mental health? How do you take care of your physical health? Do you have a personal trainer? Do you work with a nutritionist? Do you just like, what do you do? And these are the kinds of things that can become a challenge if you don't at least say like, okay, my way and the way that I have done it may not be the way that I do it going forward. Maybe some things have to shift in here. And again, reevaluating those things. And we say do that annually. So you've had enough time to see, is this working? Hey, we've we've done this. This is how much we spent this past year on these different categories. Did it work? Was it worth it? Did we spend more than we thought? Are we being intentional about our spending? Or are we just going to the store and buying stuff? Right. Um, so yeah, I think the death of how we look at finances. I want to I want to hit on um this last one because I think this is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really want to hear your perspective on it. Um, the death of how you build. Yeah, the death. So I think, I mean, typically if you get with a person that's, a, you know, driven and pursuing things, that's good, right? We all want to try to find somebody that's going somewhere, right? Trying to do something. When you get married or get in a relationship that's serious and y'all trying to get to that stage, like literally you're going to have to combine the thinking of where we're trying to go and why, how we're going to get there, mm-hmm. right? If I had the idea like, hey, you know what? I wanted to go, you know, pursue some higher education, right? Beforehand, I think the bare minimum has to be, I can't be like, well, I said I was going to do this. Now, you know, I think that has to be a discussion, right? Should be talked about, should be considered. 
could be, hey, you know what? I always wanted to move to, you know, New York City or Atlanta. You know, that's where I want to be at, you know, after 10 years from now. I think that should be a discussion. You had to dream about you had to dream about that, which is fine because you're pursuing things. You yeah, you won't get a you know you won't get a law firm or whatever you're gonna have. You get a business started, mm-hmm. and that's great, right? But we got to figure out okay now, is, can I can I combine my thinking or my dreams with my my spouse's dreams? Mm-hmm. And that's needed. Or it's I think you end up having resentment, get conflict. People look at you sideways. Oh, he think he know everything. He over here gonna make me go over here and do this, that, and the other. I don't mean, look at me kind of funny. Did I do that? Okay, I'm making sure. Look, <laughs> your dog Carlos. <laughs> I may have, but I would, I yeah. would apologize if I did. I'm, I'm apologizing now if I did. Mm-hmm. But the idea yeah. that you know, I do. You don't want to. You don't want to say, okay, hey, because I have this dream and idea, even if it's a good one. Most of them are pretty decent. We think anyway. They like to kind of just push that onto your partner, assuming they have to go along for the journey. Hopefully y'all can pray about it. Hopefully y'all can talk about it. Hopefully y'all can plan about it. Hopefully y'all can strategize about it. And then y'all come to set that understanding together. Maybe the same place, mm-hmm. but make it kind of a, a unit thing and saying, okay, hey, yeah, we're killing this. We may come back to this as we kind of evolve into the discussion, but we're going to come and kill this. This is an idea that I had, I thought. Now let's us come into together and see how we're going to dream and build together. Yeah, I definitely think that we become, or that me becomes we. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying, I genuinely think starts before the altar, but you have to take them seriously. Um, I think sometimes people talk about like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do this. And it seems very ethereal. And so you don't really like investigate that. Say, hold on. Do you really, is that, do you really want to move to Bali? Do you really want to, you know, pick up and relocate? Do you really not want kids? Do you really like really start digging into that and determine, okay, maybe this is a fear response. Like they're not sure. They don't really want to share some things with me. or um, maybe I need to put this in my mind and think, will I be okay if, right. like, if they say, hey, I want to be a career student and become a professor, but I wanted to marry somebody that owns their own law firm, how's this going to work? Is this mm-hmm. something that I can work with? Is this something, like you said, I need to pray through, I need to talk with? Because before we got married, you said, I forget, you said something. I, I said a lot of yeah. stuff. What I said? I said yeah. a lot of crazy stuff, y'all, but like, I had to evolve. But anyway, what I say though? No, you were talking about like kind of how you what you wanted to do career wise. Oh yeah, and it was not fitting. Oh yeah, yeah, with me. I had a very structured, structured, structured plan. Very, very. I'm an engineer by by education, so it fit the engineering mold of thinking. Very logical, structured thinking. Mm-hmm. And she drove I, me out of that. Yeah. <laughs> you make it sound like no, I no. You down. But sometimes you got to be released for something. Hey. You know what I mean? You released me from that thing that was bounding me, you know, keeping me bonded. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. So, no, well, part of that was I had to take that in and I genuinely prayed about it and I had to dig in and really listen to some of the things that you were saying. And it it came to me that wasn't really what he wanted. That's just really part of this is what my next step is supposed to be. And that's how you had lived so much of your life is like, hey, this is what I have to do. Um, I had my daughter, our oldest daughter had her young. So I had to do these things. These were the responsible things to do. These were the steps that I had to take. This was the path that I knew um, versus the path that took um, stepping out on faith, have, you know, believing in something else. And so when he and I got together, we had to kind of wade through some of that. And then on my side, I'm like, anything is possible and anything. I still believe anything is possible. But he had to put like, and I'm and I'm a very 
I don't know how to say, like a very regimented person in terms of organization and how I think things should be. But he definitely was able to use what he saw as like, okay, is she, I don't know if you ever thought I was flighty, but okay, she kind of, she's she's got all these ideas. Thanks, babe. For the record, never thought that. But she's got all these ideas. How do we make them happen? Is she serious about them? Because my background was in entertainment and in mm-hmm. marketing and public relations. So taking all of those things, which can kind of be um, front facing and saying, okay, what does it look on the back end of this? How can we, what is this? What, how do we do this? We both had to come to a better understanding of who one another was and what that meant. And could we really say like, okay, we're going to walk this path out wherever this goes, bringing these two different personalities and these two different dreams and saying, how do they merge? And for us, it took a lot of faith. It took a lot of prayer to say, what do we do with this? Like, how do we come together without losing who we are, um, but now becoming a new thing, a new creation, a new us? I think, I think, I think the biggest thing is people fear of dying. I'm saying dying. We're talking about death, right? Death Mm -hmm. and we're going to the marriage altar having a funeral at your wedding. It's like, you're scared that if, if you die to something, you're not going to come out great on the other side. Mm. Right? If I give this up, if I give myself up, right? I'm dying to self. Always talking about everything we talk about is dying to yourself. Mm-hmm. If I give myself up, will I come out great on the other side? Will I'm, or am I losing part of myself in this, in this dying process? Mm. Got a whole scripture can go down the line of what that looks like. But anyway, but like that, <laughs> But like the idea of like of dying and coming out great on the other side, it's like a different concept of seeing your own self. If I have to give this up, well, I, I, I got to believe like, okay, you know what? Someone's better on the other side, even though I'm giving something up on myself. And then I'm going to be better for it. I'm going to be like, you said, I'm not changing everything about myself. I'm giving up parts of myself that need to be united with somebody else. Caterpillar to the butterfly. Come on now. Come on. Say it all. All right. Well, we could definitely continue this conversation. We may need to. So if you invite us to a wedding, Michael will be in all black. I'll try to balance that out. We'll see. Don't be offended. We'll we'll see. (laughs) But thank you for joining us today. Um, We appreciate your input. Um, Of course, check out all of our social media um, um, and make sure that you check out our website for more content and resources, usedmarriages.com. Let's talk about it. Tristan